don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. It probably wouldn't surprise you to find out that several people in our military through all of the wars have had several ghost sightings. There are spectral visions, people see ghosts, they see images of their mothers, they see their dead comrades. I'm sure some of this can be put on the intense pressure that these soldiers are under during wartime. But that may not always be the case. Canadian War Museum historian and the author of the First World War Histories, Shock Troops and the Sharp End, says that he has uncovered dozens and dozens of supernatural accounts in 20 years of studying diaries, letters, and memoirs from soldiers from World War I. Today, you will learn about one of the most famous specters from World War I, the ghost from U-Boat 65. One of the most violent of all apparition cases concerned a German submarine roaming the seas during World War I. Even while she was being built, U-Boat 65 seemed unlucky, jinxed from the moment her keel was laid. During her construction, three men died from inhaling engine room fumes. Two others were crushed by a steel girder which suddenly fell from its slings. When she was finally finished in 1915, U-Boat 65 was, for that day, modern, sleek, and trim. But soon, her crew came to hate her. On the very first day of her sea trials, an officer making a routine inspection of her hull was seen to walk deliberately overboard. He was never seen again. On the U-Boat's maiden dive, she refused to respond to her surfacing mechanism, and for 14 hours, she lay on the ocean floor as cruisemen labored frantically to repair her waterlogged batteries. At last, reluctantly, she waddled to the surface. As other strange incidents occurred aboard the sub, sailors began to petition for transfers to another ship. Several even wound up in naval prisons because they refused to return aboard the sub after their leaves were up. Then late in 1915 occurred the most tragic incident to date. When the U-65 was taken on supplies at Dockside on the Belgian coast of Bruges, a torpedo blew up while being maneuvered into the firing tube. Six men were killed, the U-65's first lieutenant and five petty officers. It was on a September morning in 1916 that the apparition was first seen. The U-65 had been at sea at the English Channel, preying on Allied shipping and now she needed to surface and recharge her batteries. As the lean, shark-like hull emerged dripping from the gray waters, the captain was at the periscope and two lookouts were stationed at the observation hatches. All three of them saw the astonishing sight quite clearly. A man was standing motionless, his arms folded on the submarine's bow. 
It's the first lieutenant, shrieked one of the lookouts, breaking the silence. He's come back. He's standing there. The second time the ghost was seen was in November 1916. The U-65 was in dry dock at Bruges, where she had been ordered for repairs by Admiral von Schrader of the German High Command. Most of the crew was given leave, and only a skeleton crew was left aboard the submarine. The following night, the petty officer of the watch, wildly excited and clearly frightened, burst into the officer of the deck's cabin and shouted, I saw it, sir. It's come on board. The ghost of the first lieutenant. Peterson saw it, too. He was standing in the bows with his arms folded. Are you sure? questioned the officer. As sure as I see you sitting there, sir, the man replied. Peterson can confirm it. Although the incident was reported to the high command, the admirals thought it best to hush up the affair. They had had troubles enough with the unlucky ship as it was. Besides, they told each other that it was probably due to battle fatigue on the part of the nervous, frightened crewmen. When everyone was back from leave, the U-65 was sent out again to harass the Allied shipping lanes. This time, everything went well, and during the second week in December, the sub torpedoed and sank an enemy merchantman. The crew began to think that their ship was no longer jinxed. Morale began to improve. But then the ghost was seen again. One morning early in January 1917, shortly after the torpedoing of an Allied merchantman, the U-65 surfaced to recharge her batteries. Once again, the terrified lookout saw the apparition in the bows. Crewmen passed the word swiftly throughout the whole ship. It's come back again. It's standing there with its arms folded. Captain, realizing he must do something to break the evil spell on his ship, threw open the conning tower hatch. Cupping his hands to his mouth, he shouted, You there! Who are you? Very slowly, reported several witnesses, the phantom in the bows turned its head toward the captain. Its face was that of the dead lieutenant. Abruptly, the captain slammed the hatch shut again and gave orders to dive the ship. But apparently, the ghost was still with them, for the crew could hear soft laughter echoing through the submarine for several minutes. Even the captain was thoroughly shaken now, and he pointed the U-65 back toward its home of Bruges. As they were docking there, an Allied bombing of the port was in progress. Suddenly, as the captain stood in the conning tower, a shell fragment pierced him, killing him instantly. When the High Command learned of these latest developments aboard the U-65, it had little choice but to take action. Admiral von Schrader ordered the Jinx vessel to be docked indefinitely and the crew to be given compassionate leave. Then he ordered a Navy chaplain to conduct a service of exorcism. It was hoped that these rites would rid the ship of the ghost forever. But it appeared that the apparition had other plans. Late in 1917, because it was needed to patrol the English Channel, the U-65 was again sent to sea. In the last year of the war during May of 1918, off Cape Finister, more peculiar events happened aboard the U-65. Three crewmen, all of whom had claimed to see the ghost of the dead lieutenant, died in strange ways. A gunner's mate seemed to go mad one afternoon, and he went below and killed himself. That night, a man in the engine room caught a sudden fever and died during the early morning hours. Later that day, a young petty officer flung himself overboard to his death. 
When the submarine returned to Burgess and the high command heard of these events, the entire crew of the U-65 was reassigned, a new crew was brought aboard, and the ship was completely overhauled in dry dock. In mid-June 1918, under a new commanding officer, the U-65 was assigned order to sea duty. So the submarine slipped her lines with batteries freshly recharged and proceeded out to the Atlantic sea lanes. Her orders were to prowl off the Irish coast and seek out convoys to attack. But the German Naval High Command had seen the last of the U-65, for she never returned from the tour of duty. Evidently, the troublesome apparition was still aboard and was continuing to disrupt the crew. But just what happened to the ill-fated ship was never to be known. On the morning of July 10, 1918, the United States submarine L-2 on patrol off the Irish coast spotted what looked like a U-boat on the horizon. As the L-2 approached cautiously, her captain could see that it was an enemy submarine. Her hull number was U-65. The American captain was puzzled. There seemed to be no sign of life aboard the sub, and she was simply drifting, as if she were a derelict. The L-2 closed in toward the U-65, but before the American captain could fire a warning shot, a terrific explosion momentarily blotted out the German craft. The U-65 was then seen to rear up by the bows and then slide down into the gray seas. The Americans could see that she was sinking fast. The American captain and two of his officers were watching intently through their binoculars and all three men caught sight of a figure standing motionless in the bows of the sinking enemy sub. His arms were folded across his chest, and he seemed to be smiling. As a multiple witness case, the U-65 affair is unique in the literature of psychical research. Seldom has an apparition been observed by so many independent witnesses and over such a long period of time practically the whole four-year duration of World War One. to take on a vampire. 